And good morning and welcome to this, a capital five minute morning minor on Monday, the 14th of November. And uh, Paul, good morning. How are you? Good morning to you. A very still foggy morning. Well, it was a beautiful weekend and I must confess that I was down in Cornwall on the golf course. Uh, actually, I'm still in Cornwall. I'm working from Cornwall today. Uh, and yeah, it's really rather, really rather pleasant. Uh, and of course, I think, as I mentioned last week, I was down at Tungsten West on Thursday doing various filming and that sort of thing and catching up. And that will be released fairly soon, hopefully, so that people can all see what I was up to. Um, anyway, let's move on this morning. It's a fairly quiet morning. Obviously, we've got the um, G20 about to start later this week. COP27 is sort of finishing off with its second week. And we have got the uh, autumn statement, or whatever they call it now, coming up on Thursday. So quite a lot of economics. It's all fairly quiet in front of that. And I haven't seen any massive moves in commodity prices, particularly sort of over the weekend. Uh, Bitcoin and everything is still going downwards, but shouldn't be surprised to anybody, frankly. Uh, so why don't you tell us what news you've seen, Paul? Because there's not a huge amount. Now, probably the biggest news was Resolute Mining, wasn't it? Yes, that's right. Uh, Resolute oversubscribed uh, institutional placement uh, raised uh, Australian $164 million, uh, here, priced at $0.16 cents a share. That's the institutional portion. And then the uh, and retail shareholders rights offer begins on November or this coming Thursday and will end in the first week of December and that hopes to raise yet another uh, 60 some million as well on top of that uh, strong support there on that uh, pricing on that raise uh, for uh, essentially shoring up the balance sheet, but also uh, getting the uh, capital in place in, in order to um, get the uh, expansion of North uh, or Siama North uh, on their Burkina Faso mine uh, into development. So, so what are they actually going to use, I'm shoring up the balance sheet, sure, but I mean, what are, what are they actually going to use this money for? Is it just to expand the operation or... Uh... Are they going to go out and start making acquisitions? Yeah, it gives them a nice buffer uh, here on their um, outstanding debt that they have outstanding at the moment. And it also uh, essentially makes it a better proposition of support uh, as they go into the um, uh, more uh, risky uh, capital spend on North uh, or Siama North. Uh, but it will build uh, the, the uh, total ounces of annual production for the operation. I know quite a lot of the money came from out of North America as well, didn't it? Yes, it appears it has. Okay, um, what else you'd like to mention this morning, Paul? We've got uh, over the weekend, uh, AIM quoted Tanzania gold producer Shanta Gold has turned down both of the other outstanding bids uh, for the company. Those were outstanding from uh, Shandong and also from AIM quoted Sharat Gold. Yintai Gold had re, uh, withdrawn its offer earlier in the week last week, so Shanta's board thinks that none of these offers are uh, suitably uh, robust enough in, in order for the upside that's uh, coming over in Shanta over the next uh, two years or so, because they do have another mine uh, which will begin production next year. And then probably another one after that uh, within two years time after. So um, I can see why the board might have that opinion. Yeah, well, that's one that just shows that M&A is not always straightforward, doesn't it? Um, 
Now, there was a little bit of news out of Pensan. It wasn't maybe worth commenting on that, uh, uh, Paul Atherley. Uh, it, this was actually to do with the mine in Angola, I think the news um, uh, out today. But obviously, we know that Pensana is building a rare earth processing facility in the UK, just as also Alchemy is building a lithium process plant in the UK. So these are two, it's a situation where they're doing the downstream and the upstream, which we like. But what, what was their news, Paul? Yes, this particular news from Pensana is on their um, er, early stage exploration properties lying to the north of their um, Laganjo uh, rare earth mine uh, development in Angola. And these numbers, they knew they were carbonatite similar to Longanjo. And this exploration uh, information from uh, trench sampling at Sulima West, uh, for instance, clearly showing that that is the case, that these are rare earth uh, carbonatite hosting uh, situations uh, like Laganjo as well, with uh, properly nice grades too. And uh, also there's evidence of uh, manganese as well uh, and uh, uh, probably phosphate fertilizer, uh, which isn't uncommon for carbonatites in Africa uh, to be uh, potentially economic as well from some of the assays that are uh, coming back on this. So they have also uh, done the recon mapping on a third uh, carbonatite called Benga, uh, and it's uh, to the north of Salima West. And it is very large as well, and uh, they have high hope for for that too. So Angola may become a very much a uh, focus for rare earth uh, uh, development over the next decade or so, given these kind of uh, early stage uh, support. Exciting and rare earth obviously very important EV revolution. Uh, anything else you want to mention, Paul? Just to say that ASX listed. Uh, uh, Galena Mining has uh, now reached the ore zone in the underground mine development uh, at their Abra mine uh, there in Australia. Uh, so uh, making very good progress to meet their uh, guidance to be in production uh, on this large lead zinc mine uh, next quarter. Very good. We'll call it a day there. Thanks, Paul. Very welcome.